Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Dishes and Doctrine audio blog. I'm Rachel, your host, and I don't know if you're driving to pick up the kids from school or maybe you're doing the dishes while you're listening to this podcast, but I hope that you're reminded and encouraged that even the most mundane jobs you have throughout your day intersect with your theology, your belief of who God is, and what the gospel is. And I hope we can remind each other of those truths. You know, recently, uh, my husband came to the end of chapter three in his sermon series on Colossians. And as he prepared to preach on the gospel and how it intersects with our relationships, he asked me to say a few words to the ladies of our church about verse 18. Now, in case you don't have a concordance in your mind, this is what verse 18 says. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. And my initial reaction to him was not one of a submissive heart. I actually just refused. I felt intimidated to speak in front of a full auditorium on such a gigantic subject. Eventually, though, I did agree to speak to our ladies because I believe that it's important for the women in the church, both married and unmarried, to understand that submission is not a scary or a bad thing. Instead, it's a beautiful part of God's plan for relationships. So a a simple definition of submission can be found at any online dictionary. Most use terms similar to rank under or to obey. Out of the context of marriage, submission happens all the time. Uh, Corporate settings, government settings, even fast food settings. It's how relationships work best. If everyone is a leader, no work gets done and there is continual strife. When we take that definition into the marriage realm, we can see that our role as submitters is just that, a role. It does not define us as individuals. It doesn't make us inferior or less than. It doesn't mean that we can't offer an opinion to our husbands because we're remaining quiet at all times. Practically, however, our role means that we give in at some point. When Adam and I just can't see to eye to eye on a decision, when he's given me the time to give my reasons and to make my arguments, but still strongly feels that God is leading us in a different direction, what do we do? It's in those times that I step into my role. I submit to his decision, even if it goes terribly wrong. And that's A side note, if it does go terribly wrong, I should take it humbly. There's no need to point out that I was right and he was wrong. As wives, we were created as helpers. Genesis 2, 20 through 22 describes it like this. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky and all the wild animals. But for Adam, there was no suitable helper found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The only reason that Eve could be created to be a helper is because she was like Adam. Uh, This is a beautiful thing because she was created with her own personality, her own talents, and yet her role was to support Adam in his responsibilities. 
in the very same way, our role as wives is to help our husband on his mission or calling using our own giftings. That's why submission can look completely different in different homes. There's no traditional or godly submissive jobs. I can't tell you what it should look like in your marriage. I can be submissive while working on investments of our family's money in the same way that I can be submissive while doing the dishes. Finally, it's so important to realize that submission is a requirement for all believers. Scripture is packed with instructions to every Christ follower, married and unmarried, men and women, adults and children, to live with a spirit of humility and submission to various authorities. In other words, submission is not a woman's issue. That means that I can submit to my husband's authority knowing that he has the calling to submit as well. In fact, my submission to him is only a tangible expression of my ultimate submission to Christ. That means that those women who are not married or who have been widowed must still practice submission even if there's no human authority over them anymore in the form of a father or a husband. Because submission is a universal calling for all believers, we're all on equal footing. When I realize this overarching truth, then I can more easily agree and even thrive with this definition of submission and marriage from John Piper. He says, submission is the defined calling of a wife to honor and affirm her husband's leadership and so help to carry it through according to her gifts. I could sum up my thoughts on submission in one simple sentence. My submission in the home is an act of worship and awe at the submission that Christ showed by obeying his father to rescue me. I hope you're having a great week so far, whether that is at home with your kids or at work with your coworkers, wherever you are, please remember that theology is not something that's just for the professors in the tweed jackets and the degrees behind their name. Theology is for you as a busy mom, and I hope that we can learn and grow in that together. If you enjoy the Dishes and Doctrine audio blog, would you please share it with a friend? Uh, You can also... Also leave a rating or a review on iTunes that just helps us be able to be found a little bit easier. As always, you can head over to dishesanddoctrine.com and subscribe to our newsletter or having the blog post coming directly to your inbox. And also make sure to tune in next week. I have an exciting announcement to share with you, so don't miss it. We'll talk to you soon.